Welcome to season two of the Awesome Women podcast. In season one, we took a wide focus on women in all areas of the community, construction, automotive, mining, healthcare, farming, hospitality, and many more. Season two will be no different. In fact, we have a fabulous lineup of women, all with amazing stories to share with you. Season two, however, has a small difference as we will also be speaking to awesome men. For many of us, we have had male mentors who have provided a guiding hand throughout our careers. They too have inspiring stories and we will be sharing them with you. I, Amanda Bulo, Awesome Women in Construction founder, have enjoyed recording these podcasts. It's now over to you to enjoy these at a time that suits you. Thank you for listening to the Awesome Women podcast series. Hi, everybody. Season two, Awesome Women podcast. And today we have Sandra joining us. Hi, Sandra. Hello. So Sandra is from Tradie Bookkeeping Solutions, and she is here to help you manage the finances of your business so that you have complete peace of mind about the money side of things so you can continue to do what you do best. We do. Yeah, love it. Number birds, we love it. (laughs) Yeah. So you're taking the hassle and the pain away, Sandra. We do. Um, We tend to, um, I'm a number nerd, as I said. I absolutely love that side of it. I um, found in a lot of jobs that I was doing, that was the bit that I preferred to do. Um, So what we do is um, help all our tradies with their bookkeeping compliance you know dealing with the ATO superannuation all that kind of stuff that generally people cringe at um, or you know it's compliance so you know not many people like compliance so so we take care of that side of things and make sure that everything's entered and lodged on time uh, and and just help our tradies you know a lot of them um, are very good good um with the uh you know the practical side of things and maybe not so much with you know the book work office side so that's where we step in and sort of fill that void um and take all that weight and pressure off for them and if they've been on site for 12 or 14 hours a day Sandra the last thing they want to do is come home and do another two hours even once a week on the books exactly I had a particular client that at the end of each quarter before he saw us, he would go to their um, holiday house and lock himself away for four days to prepare everything for the bass. Um, And so he was doing it manually on spreadsheets. Um, And so, you know, by handing it over to us, we took all those spreadsheets and that information, uh, set up some systems for him. And now, you know, if he goes away for the, at the end of the quarter, it's actually for a holiday, not to yeah. do his book work. And while he was doing that, though, spending those four days, yes, it might have been at his holiday house, but he was working in the business instead of on it, whereas now he can be paying you to do that work and he can be going and making money at the same time. Absolutely. Um, we find... Um, you know, in that instance where he was, you know, he actually went away to get away from all the distractions. Um, you know, what he was taking him four days, mm-hmm. you know, we process really quickly because it's what we do every day. Yeah. We've got our own systems in place that, you know, we've used um, with our all of our clients. We've developed over the years. And our goal is just to make it easier for them um, to run their business and have reliable data to do it with. 
And, and that's what you want. And particularly, you know, if the business is, you know, at the moment, there's a lot of grant funding around. So your business might be able to apply for some of that. And every single time they want to know, you know, the last 12 months, if not the last three years of your, you know, profit and loss or, or whatever it is. And just to be able to, you know, click a button or give you a call and say, here's the grant. This is what I need. Can you make it happen? Is just a godsend. Absolutely. We had just with a grant that's just was released on Monday, we had several clients uh, email through to us at the end of last week saying that they're applying, they needed to know um, what their forecasted um, turnover was going to be, also what their forecasted profit was going to be. So because they were with us up to date, we could run a profit and loss then based on, you know, figures from them and looking at their spending habits we could give them um, a, a forecasted amount relatively quickly. Mm. So having all your bookwork and everything up to date like that means you don't miss out on those opportunities. Mm. You know, particularly with that grant, that sold, that was out of allocation. I think it was so done quickly. in three and a half hours, yeah. 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 I was following it and I'm like, oh, my God, just seeing it, just everyone was going for it. Yeah. It's the first for a while, I think, that they've done that it hasn't been matched. So if you put in five, they'll put in five. So, you know, it was a great opportunity and you don't want to miss out on that because you haven't got accurate figures. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So what what makes you guys different? What makes tradie bookkeeping solutions different? Apart from the fabulous Sandra Cross, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course. Yeah, hello. (laughs) In the background. our team, we are tradies' wives. Um, so my husband worked on building high-voltage power lines for many, many years uh, and now runs his own gardening and landscaping business. And uh, Rebecca, who's our senior bookkeeper, her husband has his own building company and has been running that for 20 years. And so Rebecca's been looking after that side of it. Um, for him so we also we don't just look we're not bookkeeping tends to be a very much an after the fact uh, process yes so for our clients we're seeing information you know after you've purchased something after the money's come in so what we do is we'd like to look at take a holistic look at the business um, everything down to your cash flow um, you know, any um, debt the business may have and, and just try and look for a whole solution. Um, we don't, for the areas that we, we don't specialise in, um, particularly like HR, being such a um, finicky area and open to interpretation, we have other experts that we use in our arsenal, I guess, um, so to make sure that our clients are getting the right information but more so our it's our love for or my love I should say for cash flow and helping clients with their cash flow because that's usually the number one thing that is causes issues within our within the tradie businesses is not having consistent cash flow which it's difficult when you're doing larger projects and you've got you know stage claims and you know it's not always like you can't guarantee that you're going to get, you know, X amount of dollars per week. No. So you might get a big invoice at the start and then not get anything for, you know, maybe sometimes it's one to two months. 
So it's about helping them drive the sustainability of their business so it can ride those the ebbs and flows of, of cash flow. And I love that because, as we all know in construction, you know, that December, January, you know, there's nearly two and a half, three months, you know, maybe even that late November through to... I, for me, the construction industry doesn't, you know, come back to life as such until after Australia Day. Um, Absolutely. I yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah. So you've got, let's call it three months of time frame where you may not have any work or you've done the work, but the business that you work for is on leave, so you're not getting paid. So there's that three month of lots of question marks that you want to, you know, and of course it's Christmas, it's back to school. There's money wanting to be going out everywhere. And to know that you've got that under control or as much as you can um, has got to be a great. It's, it's a big relief to yeah. a lot of our, to, to them. Um, I know just from our point of view with our clients, um, you know, you can see in December, everything starts to sort of slow down, mm-hmm. um, you know, new jobs generally don't start in that period it's after unless it's a short job Um, and I know a lot of our clients don't come back until you know probably one to two weeks into January then you've got those couple of weeks where everyone's getting back in the swing of things Um, and so realistically the as you said the work doesn't pick up until right bang when all the kids are going back to school So when you add up, you know, Christmas, as you said, school and and all of that, that's a fair amount of time that you've got to have the cash flow to sustain your business and you need to be thinking ahead as well as, you know, planning for that in your cash flow. So you've got that, that buffer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And we all need that, you know, it's, and particularly, you know, the last 12 to 18 months, you know, where we've had, um, the construction industry hasn't been so bad, but they still have have been projects that have been put on hold or, you know, incomes have been reduced for whatever way. And, you know, we don't always plan for six months ahead. You know, a lot of the time we just are looking at today. Exactly. You know, COVID, I guess, was the best learning period for all of us. Um, and in a lot of ways, I liken it to, you know, the modern day equivalent of like the industrial revolution. So business has completely flipped in its head. Um, You know, people are working from home, uh, day to day things changing. I mean, you look at Victoria at the moment, you know, bang, just like that, they're into another seven day lockdown. Now, unless you've got contingencies in place for that, um, you know, it's going to send a lot of businesses uh, bankrupt. So... We've just really got to um, get in and, and you've got to be able to, to uh, <clears throat> sorry, it's <laughs> going on me. You've got to be able to, to ride the waves yeah. and be a little bit flexible in what you do. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So networking. Let's have a quick chat about the old networking. <laughs> <laughs> so... I know who would have thought so I it's no secrets that I think it's you know the best thing that you should be doing it's you know the number one business you know get out there meet people because it's not just about who you meet today it's about who they know and can help you with your business absolutely 
absolutely completely agree with that um networking really was what really kicked off my business so I've been in business now for nine years um and my first clients came when I joined a networking group um and so now when I network I'm not only you know we're obviously always looking for new clients of course but also looking for connections and ways that we can serve our existing clients so you know, filling those gaps um, that that obviously we don't, the services we don't provide. So, you know, accountants, um, insurance brokers, mortgage brokers, um, you know, there's such a wide variety of other people that serve tradies, but for a different reason. So, and it's just to be able to be in the room, particularly these days when we all tend to work at home, to be in the room with other people that, you know, I know myself, my poor husband just about gets his ear chewed off when he gets home from work because I've been in the office at our house all day on my own. Yeah. So these days it's much more about um, just building those relationships, um, you know, for your own benefit, but also to, to help with your clients. Um, and where, where I am fairly not picky with what I go to that's going to sound probably a bit um but we don't have time to go to everything no we don't we did we wouldn't have a successful business that's right so it's it's finding those areas and those groups that you know particularly like with AWIC um you know I love what AWIC stands for and the community feel of it and knowing that, you know, if I need someone, I can go straight to the directory and have a look and find someone. But also just trying to empower women within the construction industry, whether they're directly like a tradie or someone that services the construction industry, um, and just raise the profile of, of women in the industry. Um, it's something that's been sorely missing for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's um, it's definitely has grown. Um, who would have thought four years ago over a brekkie we would be here where we are now? But you're right in that, um, you know, those connections and that just feeling valued as well within a community, you know, knowing that you've got something to add and to offer. And, you know, particularly over the last 12 months, you know, with COVID, we've had a lot more um, small businesses join. And we've been able to, I'm going to say, release those shackles of, you know, insecurity and thinking that it's only them that can't get invoices paid and thinking, you know, they're the only ones that are struggling with X, Y, and Z. And not that we want to shine a light and go, don't worry, everybody else is in the same problem or same boat, but they are, you know, and to be able to connect them with someone else who has either gone through it or is going through it just means so much. It does. And and I, I get a little frustrated, you know, when it's, it's, it's like with parenting and they say, oh, no, my child was a great and he, he slept all night, every night. And you know for a fact that that's a load of rubbish. You know, just being able to say, hey, yeah, look, when I started out, oh, my God, I made so many mistakes and, and, and I had the same thing happen and this is what we did and it yeah. really helped or, 
I was I was talking to you know um, Jane the other day and she mentioned XYZ you know breaking down that stigma that you know when you get into business you're meant to be know it all and and um, you know hit the ground running and do everything right and it's the furthest thing from the truth and let's face it, a lot of our trading wives, yeah, and those that are through AWIC and others I talk to, they married Tom, who's the chippy or the painter or whatever. They never, ever thought they would be running their business. Exactly. And, and I love your term, the accidental office manager. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. so true. We see so many tradies and their wives, are, you know, they get married and they get, oh, look, here you go. He, you can do the book work. Yeah. And it now, just sneaks up on them, doesn't it? You know, can you just help me with this? You're clever you like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know and you just kind of get bundled with it and you're doing the best that you can um and we I was given a lot of work a lot of help in the beginning by some really great accountants that really mentored me along the way so I that's part of our ethos is to pay it forward wherever we can yeah always you know anyone's got any questions just send us an email give me a call you know if I can help someone else in their journey along the way you know and make them a bit more profitable as well then you know it's a good day for me well and there's no point you making the same mistakes I did at least let me share those with you yeah absolutely and I think that's what's really driven me into the whole cash flow side of things immediately people assume that oh you're a bookkeeper you're good with money or good with cash flow and and it's well it's not really basically you're dealing with things as I mentioned earlier after the fact after it's happened and so that's where you know I've really developed that passion for and probably the biggest thing for me was reading the book profit first and then becoming a certified profit first advisor and being able to go hey you know what I made all the mistakes that he spoke about in the book Um, but you know what, there is a way around it and an easier way and you can do it from your very next deposit. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. Um, It's just some changes and tweaks to your habits and your business will be, you know, profitable from the very next deposit. You know, um, I see so many that, oh, no, I haven't drawn a wage in, you know, X amount of years. And I'm like, well, why are you in business if you're not drawing Mm -hmm any money from the business that's kind of two 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 main reasons why I believe why we go into business is financial freedom and time freedom yeah yeah so if you are not taking a wage then perhaps you're better off to be on a wage working for someone else and if you're not taking that wage are you taking the time yeah you know so what's the point of you know taking all that risk that's involved if you're not getting any financial benefits from it yeah fantastic sounds good (laughs) now Sandra how can people that are listening who are either trades or tradie wives and need uh, or just want to have a chat to you or they know someone that's having a few issues and you know they can put you in touch absolutely so you can reach out to our website which is tradiebookkeepingsolutions.com.au We've got some really cool resources in there as well in the uh, client hub section. You can also send me through an email, which is Sandra at tradiebookkeepingsolutions.com.au or pick up the phone, give me a call 0468 944 130. No steak knives though. (laughs) Oh, but a free consult. We'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
just book in if you need to for a 15 minute call. Um, there's no obligation. We can have a chat. Maybe we can just put you in the right direction, um, you know, or we might be able to help you out a bit more. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you, Sandra. Fabulous to chat with you. Everybody listening, have an excellent day and uh, we will see you at our next podcast. Thanks, Amanda. No problems.